0: Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: And the first question I want to ask you, Chris, how are you holding up? Oh good, ASMR.
1: I'm in a very low state. I have been feeling... Lower and lower every day. And my mask of being able to be a human being is definitely starting to slip. So I'm not great. (laughs) Not good.
0: In what ways do you think your mask is slipping?
1: I'm not able to hide my symptoms as much. Like at work, you think? At work or in my just my personal life Mm -hmm. i'm i'm very uh kind of follow up from last week's episode i have been isolating the shit out of myself yeah um i i've taken a few uh opportunities that i could have had over the last week to like go and spend time with friends and uh, and just kind of cut them out and been like, nope, sorry, can't. Too busy, or there's not enough money, or you know, whatever excuse I can make up at the time. And I've been been kind of relying on that, which has been great. Uh, I did go out once at least, and I and I went and I enjoyed uh, a midnight screening, which uh, was fun. Good. Um, Lindsay, how are you holding up?
0: I'm okay. I'm not like stellar Mm -hmm. because of certain things that are happening Mm -hmm. in my personal life, especially with where I am living right now, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not having difficulty getting up in the morning.
1: That's a good thing. Yeah. And it leads us to today's topic. (sighs) Ironically enough, the the condition that I'm... (laughs) Uh, actually diagnosed with, and am currently in a very low state, so it's it's not the usual uh, usual mood I'm in, uh, persistent depressive disorder, otherwise known as being functionally depressed, otherwise known as...
0: Dysthemia!
1: Dysthemia. Now, for most of our audience, I would say probably they... They have a depression or an anxiety or something that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps they can trace it back mm-hmm. to a time when it started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, for some, it might be a little more fluid, and it's and it's not nearly as, as obvious as like, right. hey, this is when I was depressed. Yes. Uh, dysthemia, for all intents and purposes, is kind of that slow... That slow roll into depression Mm -hmm. where you're maybe not as peppy or you're not feeling as upbeat or maybe you're just kind of withdrawing a little. But it's nothing out of the ordinary. You know, we all have low times and blah, blah, blah. But when it goes on for months and years and decades, it is now and it's never been anything that's been really like, bad, like, you may have, you may have had thoughts, or you may have had dark places that you've gone to, but you've never been unable to get out of bed, you've never been unable to, like, take care of yourself, and, you know, it's, it, it's something that it's, it could be considered not necessarily a mild grade, but not a heavy depression. That is where dystemia falls in.
0: Yeah, so, you know, like, the simple, the little of just, Loss of interest, of ac- daily activities, kind of you have a lack of energy, you might have trouble concentrating, um, you might be less productive or effective, you avoid social situations, and you just either you eat too much, you eat not enough, um, sleep problems. Those mm-hmm. are some of the symptoms that are listed under dysthemia, which are also listed under, you oh. know, major depression, but it's just uh, to a lesser degree.
1: Mm-hmm for for example like when i'm when i was in the lowest part that i was ever in and i just didn't want to 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 get out of bed or do anything i could i didn't want to go to work and when i was at work i was literally checked out the whole time i felt low and i felt to a degree suicidal but i don't know i never really i never really went too far down that rabbit hole. Um, a major depressive episode. That rabbit hole looks really good. Mm. It it it's promising almost. Mm. But in my and that's and that's kind of it's kind of rough because I mean I I would love to speak from experience on on more of the dystemia stuff, but at the moment I'm definitely not.
0: Well, I'm. I can talk a little bit more about that. Um, I was a pretty happy kid. Um, I would say a lot of scary things happened when I was little, but I was still happy. I still had, like, a good mood, a normal mood for a child. Mm -hmm. And then around 13, 14, um, everything changed, and it never went back to normal. And I struggled with energy i always wanted to sleep too much um i had a hard time connecting to people i often avoided people and then looking back it's like well middle school is a hard time you were introverted you were going through weird body changes but you know again in high school like just it just never i just never was a happy person yeah and i think i was pleasant um What's like a good. Like, people, when they looked at me, I seemed fine. I wasn't, cu- you know, crying in the corner, you know, like the over the top melodramatic. No,
1: you wouldn't thing have been considered. Imagine. Yeah, you wouldn't have been considered like, oh, they're so fucking depressing.
0: They're no. depressing
1: to be around. Yeah. Like, those kind of. Attitudes where it's like, I don't want to be around that person. They're a downer,
0: and I had those. And you know, things that triggered that were usually big life events, big breakups, big fights, um, sure. would trigger the major depression. But nothing really happened to trigger um the stemia for me. and and uh, the causes are usually, you know, biological differences. Brain chemistry is an inherited trait. A lot of people in my family are known for mental illness. So that's kind of the gift that I have been given genetically. <laughs> um, but of course, that's not to say that somebody who hasn't gone through a traumatic life event wouldn't get dysthemia. So if you had a really terrible, um, like, death in the family, or you moved and it was really stressful and you're lonely, you know, you can still have, it can be triggered by something. Of course. I my mean, experience wasn't that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it, be, beside the whole, like, traumatic genesis of it there's there's always the possibility that like you said it could just be a multitude of little things it could yeah, be nothing point. at all yeah. you you could you could just suddenly wake up one day and the world doesn't feel bright and vibrant the and world it doesn't feels, go back <laughs> and it doesn't go back the world feels a cold gray shell of what you used to know it as
0: yes and what's confusing for me is I have days where I'm really great. Like I'm doing fine. I have energy. I feel capable. And then suddenly it can be halfway through a day like that and it's gone. And I'm suddenly unable to connect as much to a partner or uh, friends. I start avoiding them and I just go through this weird, and I don't know. I try and I've, and I, with all this therapy that I've done, you guys, and all of this research because I love researching and reading books and looking at YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, talking to people. Um, I have tried to take control of my depression and my life and stop blaming events or people. But you do need to look at what's going on in your life to kind of see, well, what triggered this? Why? And sometimes it's just like there's nothing and there's so frustrating. That is so frustrating for me because that means I can't control it and I can't stop it.
1: Yeah, um I've been very much a passenger in my in my own life lately. When I'm when I'm at work, I I put on I put on my mask. Uh I I do my I do my human things.
0: You're human uh, things? I do
1: my human things. I I go and I be a productive member of my of my society that I've chosen to be associated with. And then I get home, and I either disassociate completely, or I'm so withdrawn from... I... I, I used to be able... gonna use the spoons example. I used to be able to, like, go home and wash my spoons. I would... Calm myself, I would go and I would explain do something. the spoons thing, okay, people yeah, don't know the yeah, spoons. Sorry. if I haven't if I haven't uh, I we I know we've discussed a couple times. Yeah, we've discussed the spoons theory. It basically you only have so many spoons throughout the day uh that you can use. It's basically like your your energy. Um and every time you do something that is stressful or strenuous or even remotely, you know uses
0: energy.
1: Uses energy you give a spoon away and you only have so many spoons that you can use in that day. So what I would do is I would go home, I'd wash my spoons and I would get them ready for the next day. Uh, lately it has been feeling more like my spoons are just getting chucked straight in the garbage. And then the next day I go, Oh yeah. Hey, that's right. I should probably wash the, wait, where'd my, where'd they go? Yeah. Uh oh. Fuck it. I'll just grab them out of the trash and I'll just I'll just use them again. And I'm and I'm in that state of uh, I can only use the spoons so many times before somebody starts noticing. Hey, there's like garbage on yours. Um, is everything going okay? And I and, and then I'm having to like wipe them off of my pants and be like, no, it's okay. They're fine. See, they're clean. it's
0: <laughs> great. <laughs> When I start getting... And I didn't used to understand when I was kind of falling into the depression. Mm -hmm. um, I just completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah. You you kind of uh, don't want to be depressed, right? So it's like, well, I'm not depressed. I'm just having an off day. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't sleep very well. Or I had a weird meal. Or, well, I had this kind of strange conversation. So I'm just feeling weird about that. And it'll go away. And like a couple days go by. And you're like, cool. So I'm... Definitely not feeling great, and so then what I used to do, and I still do sometimes because I'm not even remotely close to being perfect, is I start to try to medicate it with doing maybe too much, so hanging out with too many friends, trying to avoid my emotional problems, playing too many video games, drinking too much, eating too much, or not healthy, um, anything to make me feel anything at all, um to kind of kick start something. Yeah, and um, and I end up just making myself worse, and then using more energy energy than I meant to, and making promises to people that I can't follow through with because I just don't have the energy, and I make myself sick, and I hate myself, and uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> the delightful, and it's it's hard to go to therapy with it too because you go to therapy if you can't afford it, and you go, and it's like, what do you you can't fix it. No. Usually there's no, you know, pointer. So so what I have to do is stop drinking, stop allowing myself to, to drink, force myself to do extra self-care. But even then, it's like, I don't want to. And that's what I should do, right? That's what you should do. You should take better care of yourself when you're not doing well. You should treat your depression as though you are sick or you are hurt physically. Yeah. Of course, we don't do that because we aren't taught to do that. And also, sometimes it doesn't work.
1: Sometimes you're... You're honestly, it's (laughs) the only way that kind of following that same analogy is um, you feel like you've broken your leg. You've just been in a horrible accident. You've broken your leg and instead of crying out in pain or going to the hospital or doing anything remotely constructive to try and make yourself better, you're lying on the ground. And just going, cool.
0: Hey, you try to start playing soccer? Because you think if you ignore it and you play soccer on it, maybe it's not broken.
1: Yeah. That, it's fine. It's not crippling. It's fine. No, it's fine. No, the crunching sound, that's just, that's just extra soccer getting into my, into my brain. Into my I, okay. I can't speak. Another
0: interesting thing with depression, sometimes your speech is affected.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so is it permanent? Can you break out of the funk? What do you think, Chris?
1: I don't know. <laughs> so
0: um, it depends on everybody, and no one's going to give you the same answer, and it's different for everybody. I said that already.
1: I mean, it, it, I mean, it's true though, and it does bear repeating, it, but here's OK, so I'm going to talk to you and the audience with the two parts of my brain real quick. There is the part of me that actively wants to be better. There's the part of me that believes that. Everything that we're going through, we are going through on purpose. And we are going through to learn and improve ourselves. And every difficulty we face along the way is something that we can just learn from and get better by. That is not the part of my brain that currently has the steering wheel in my life. Mm -hmm. The current part of my brain that has the steering wheel in my life is... Yes, this is going to last forever, and yes, I'm going to feel this fucking horrible always, all the time, no matter what I do, and it's not getting any better, and I'm scared that I'm just lost completely, and that there's no point in me doing anything remotely good with my life, because it is just going to turn to ash. That part of my brain has a little bit easier of a time speaking and that sucks it sucks that it has not only an easier time (laughs) but, but a little more fluid thought like the other part of my brain struggles and it really is fighting an unending battle but that said the fact that it is fighting and the fact that it is there gives me a small modicum of hope that it is right. And that it might be something that through time and patience, not only with the process, but with just myself and my ability to adapt to the process, that I can kind of pull myself out of this and live to fight another day.
0: Here's the good news. Whether you are incredibly financially successful and popular and have hitting all of your goals, or you are at the lower end of your income and you're not doing so great, everybody is affected by depression. Mm -hmm. The reason this is a good news is because if you are sitting right now in your life and you're thinking, if only I had followed my passions and my dreams, if only I had made that salary increase, if only I, yes, you would, there'd be certain things in your life that would be different. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your depression would be any different. So you can stop blaming yourself for your depression Mm -hmm. and know that like with anything, it's not permanent. Um I'm going to say that there are very few, very few cases where somebody has a lifelong depression. Mm -hmm. Um, We're still, science is still studying it. They're still figuring out a lot of stuff. Um, For you, Chris, I remember at the very beginning when we were first doing the podcast, 42 episodes ago, we did one of the episodes and we started off by saying, we're running a depression podcast, but neither of us feel very depressed. And so we feel like we're fakes.
1: <laughs> now that now that fake now now I feel like a fake telling people that things are going to be good because I don't yeah. personally believe it. So, yeah, that's a very that's a very good that's a very good
0: point. So, it's it's I think the cool thing for for me with this podcast is when I get into a real bad depression or even just a One where I have brain fog and I forget, and your memory gets weird, and you think it's always been this way, and it always will be this way, and there's so much fear. Having this podcast for me personally has been good because I can look back at times where I wasn't, I was okay. We were okay. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to remember that when you're in the depths of it because you've lost all ability to conjure up any of those chemicals. We've talked about this in the past. It is so hard to conjure up good feelings. Yeah. So memories become bland. So, Chris, what are you doing to get through?
1: Not a goddamn thing.
0: And sometimes that's all you're going to do. You're just not going to do much of anything, and you're going to feel like shit, (laughs) and you're going to go through. But I think what's important is that everyone work on breaking down the stigma of this. Yeah. This is not something that is just for weak people. So many people think that, oh, if you have depression, you're weak or something. And I think Mm -hmm. even you and I sometimes feel that way.
1: Oh, yeah, all the time.
0: If I were a stronger person emotionally, if I just had a better mindset...
1: If I could go back five, ten years and be the person I was, then, yeah, I liked that person. I'm not that person anymore. And that's wasted energy, clinging to an image of, you know, this person that had completely different circumstances, yeah. different lifestyles, different everything. You are not the person you were five years ago, ten years ago. you you're hardly the person you were. A week ago
0: <laughs> yeah feeding the feeding the negativity is something that's so easy to do because you're just looking for anything to point to like if only i could do this
1: yeah and there's and, there is a sort of attitude that feels like it should be an ally and sometimes it does become just an enemy is that that thought of referring back to our perfection episode <laughs> yeah uh that feeling of I can do anything I can be anyone I can be anything and you set your goals so incredibly high and it it makes the failures not not stepping stones anymore but stumbling blocks
0: Mm.
1: which they should never be anything but stepping stones They should be it should be learning experiences things that you are going to experience on your journey because that's what life is.
0: I have a question for you because you are in a different headspace than I am. Yeah. And it's easy for me to speak in a little bit more positively than you are. Um, Do you feel like right now, if you take more control over what you do with talking to yourself like you don't allow yourself to talk negatively if you start being more aware of how you're eating and you really focus on eating really well keeping hydrated not engaging in too many downers like drinking do you think that that would help or does that sound absolutely impossible and exhausting
1: I honestly don't know
0: because we preach that sometimes you know that if you just do extra good for yourself if you do that extra emotional aid that it could possibly help
1: and that's and that's one of the things that has been the biggest challenge with this particular uh, down that I've been going through has been yeah there's a lot of things I could do that would probably help my mental state I'm not going to do them the idea of doing anything outside of the bare minimum is completely and totally foreign to me mm. it is it is as <laughs> it is as unlikely for me to do something about myself and make myself feel good as it is for me to be made feel be made to feel good by someone else Mm. that I, I i feel so utterly removed from my own happiness at this point that i don't know what it's going to take to snap out of it and i'm just gonna have to keep trucking because that's all i've got
0: are you seeing your therapist
1: he's on vacation for like two weeks yeah yeah so no okay <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's something I'll talk with him about when he gets back. But for the time being, I'm kind of just,
0: yeah,
1: I'm just out here.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things I've noticed with us is that we get really embarrassed about how depressed we are. So it becomes this joke that we kind of like joke like, oh, we're not doing well. And that's but we don't want people to actually take it seriously and be worried about us because it's almost too much. That feels <laughs> incredibly uncomfortable
1: that's why i isolate i don't want people to to i'm at that point now where i've been more open in communicating my depression and when Mm -hmm. i'm down and when i'm low and i i there's nothing wrong with when you don't have something to say by just saying i'm so sorry you're going through this but when you hear that so much it loses you know, value.
0: Or, and yeah, yeah, I just
1: i i i i'm at that point now where like every time I hear, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I'm like, and even when I say it, because I say it a lot too, I'm just like, don't be sorry. It's just what it is.
0: If you could, if somebody was like, hey, my friend is going through depression that's just like yours right now, and I and I don't know how to help them. What do I do? What would your advice be?
1: Um, like
0: for you personally, what would be something that you think would be helpful at all Would somebody coming over and bringing you healthy food like, Hey, I'm going to make you dinner tonight would, you know, like what
1: I, I, uh, I'm really struggling to
0: come up with something,
1: think of something. Yeah, I, I, uh, to be like I really when I say I I see no light anywhere at the end of the tunnel. I don't even see the tunnel anymore. It is pitch black, and the only thing that I could say is if you are, if you or someone you know is going through that kind of darkness where there is there's no good, there is no hope, there is no light, there is just existence. Um. Your best course for them would just be to not abandon them. Um,
0: That's good advice.
1: they, 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 They feel alone. They feel isolated. They feel withdrawn. Even unless they just straight up tell you to just leave them alone and go away. Don't leave them alone. Don't go away.
0: Um, something that I, that helps me is when people keep inviting me to stuff, but also let me know that it's okay if you don't come. Like, hey, I want you there. I know that you're going through a hard time right now, but I just want you to know that you are invited to this thing and we'll be thinking of you. If you can't come, that's okay. I still love you.
1: Yeah, that's a very good,
0: you know, like you want to feel included, but sometimes you just can't. And then you feel guilty turning them down. So Mm -hmm. letting somebody know that it's okay that they're not coming. And try not to take it personally, dude. Depression is so draining. Yeah. It takes everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely does.
0: Don't abandon the ship. Chris, (sighs) don't abandon the ship.
1: (sighs) I don't, even, I don't even see a ship, I swear <laughs> to God. Um, well, guys,
0: thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Is there any yeah. closing notes you wanted to mention?
1: No, other than the usual uh, diatribe. Here, let me, let me put on my podcast voice. Here we go. <clears throat> As for us, follow us on Instagram at hey Who Podcast, Like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. And if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com.
0: It really lifts our moods when we hear from you. Um, There's been a few messages we've gotten that kind of made me tear up. So thank you when you do reach out. It means the world to us. Yes. Um, And as always, don't
1: don't tell us to to just just get get over it. it.